everyone. Welcome to Backstory Sessions. I'm your host, Matt. We hope you enjoy this episode. episode of Backstory Sessions. I'm joined today by my co-host, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Kat. Hey, everyone. So, um, this is really our first um, guest for Season 5. That's right, because last week it was just you and me. It was, and so it's exciting to get to add someone into our um, episode, I think. Yeah, I mean, we've recorded a bunch of episodes already, so, I mean, we're recording the intro for one of the episodes right now, so, which would be episode two, so it feels like there's been a lot more guests, <laughs> I guess. Guests, you guess. You're trying to be funny already. Uh. Um... Well, you know, it, it kind of works, but, um, I, <laughs> kind of, our, um, our guest today is Kentucky based, um, and we don't often, uh, get to interview people from Kentucky, um, at, at who least. Was, who was the last one that we interviewed from Kentucky? I'm afraid if I say, then we'll be like, um. I know at Kentucky Creative, um, yeah. I, I remember, you know, that we... That was, a, that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Well, I mean, it was last season, but... It was um, like the end of season three. Or did we do another one? We did. We, we went there um, when he was performing. <coughs> but, right, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if we've interviewed anyone else since that. From Kentucky. Yeah, we oh, J.P. Pennington from Exile. Right, and we also so, did Kim and Isaac, and they were... Right, but I think J.P. was the last one. Yes, I, I would agree. All right, so J.P., and I think that's great because, um, you know, uh, Kentucky Exile is also a Kentucky-based band uh, who's found great success, uh, worldwide success. So, uh, I think it's very fitting that we have with us today a uh, Kentucky-based group that's, you know, very similar. They're at the beginning of their journey. Um, yeah, Exile's been around for like 60 years. And... Yes. And so, you know, I think our guest has a good chance of that longevity, too. So, um, we have with us today the drummer from Countywide um, and his name is Travis Klim. So let's just get started with this amazing backstory. Alrighty. Um, you know, before we introduce the guest, which I've already done, but look, we back it up a little. Um, <laughs> jump, 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 jump. So I, I mean, we have a backstory. I, I, we, I think we should tell that. We actually met one of countywide before. Uh, we were introduced to Countywide. That's true, we did, yeah. So, back in the day, like... <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> it was like two years ago. It was, it was a little over three, but... Right. 
<laughs> so a little over three years ago, um, we met Evan, and Evan is now the keyboardist and guitarist. I think he plays both. I'm not sure if he plays guitar. I, I mean, I know he plays guitar, but I'm not sure if he plays in the band. Yeah, he, he plays play. in the band. No, I mean if he plays guitar <laughs> in the band. Oh, oh, okay. I know he plays keyboards, but I'm not sure if he's a guitarist. Some people are probably going to wonder if we know anything, but um, <laughs> we do know we do know Evan. Yes, and Evan does play guitar. And Evan also plays keyboard in the band. Yes. And he possibly um, plays guitar in the band sometimes. We don't know. Right, we don't know that. We don't know. Yeah. Well, we may find out today, but we don't know right now. Um, or, or we may get an angry call after this <laughs> podcast. And... Um, so, when I first met you, yeah. um, we had finished writing the story of your life. And so, we were going to meet to like... Was that like after? Was that after we did the... Yes, it was after... Uh, it's the first time we met, actually met, met. Right, I remember it was, I remember, yeah, okay. Yeah, so um, I was looking for um, someone to play, because in your story and through our interviews, you had told me three songs that were, well, you told me more than three, but you told me a list of songs that were significant to you for whatever reason. Um, we are now seeing someone get arrested, right? <laughs> Potentially, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, oh my gosh. We are live on location in the subway. Of <laughs> and someone is out of their car being searched by the police. And uh, I'm feeling like they're going to search the vehicle next. Yeah, certainly are. And if anything turns up, I feel like we're going to see an arrest. Could be. Okay. So, anyways, while <laughs> we're waiting for that arrest to happen. So, uh, I believe that uh, uh, when we met, that... I had a plan. Um, you know, I wanted to incorporate some of the things from the interview uh, into our first meeting. So, I was looking for someone um, who could sing and play, preferably on an acoustic guitar, um, three of the songs. And so, um, the location, um, you know, being a motel room, uh, because that's where all of the things are going to take place... Uh, you know, I thought it might be difficult to find someone willing to, you know, a stranger willing to come right. and play some songs um, and try to explain the whole thing that I wrote a play and, you know, right. we're meeting. <laughs> so, um, someone else introduced me, told me I should contact Evan. And so I did. And, you know, I, I had contacted other people, too. And you could tell, like, as soon as I told them the location, they are like, okay, well, um, you know, I think we're busy on that day or we'll get back with you. But I contacted Evan. And so Evan said, um, you know, that's not the craziest thing I've even done today. 
So I knew Evan was the guy, and um, that's our backstory with him. We still have video of it. It was beautiful. He is so talented. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, pretty good. And you didn't leave. Um, You stayed right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had uh, mimes and, you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then he also uh, performed in the van at one point. Okay, so, you know, that went over so well um, that it was your birthday uh, the following year on your birthday. And um, (laughs) so Evan (laughs) agreed to, we we were going to meet in Richmond because you, we were at work, right. and so we were going to meet there to celebrate your birthday. And so Evan agreed um, to come in the van this time. Um, you know, he would be in the van and then, like, sing some songs and, uh, you know, do, like, you know, an elaborate happy birthday. Because I, you know, don't want to just, like, right. you know, not make it a big deal because it's your birthday. Right. So, um... You know, it it turned out Savannah, who is now married to Evan, she was with him, and we incorporated her into the whole thing. So we have a backstory with Savannah and with Evan. So, um, you know, the group is really going to be special to me because Evan's in it. And uh, so that's a great backstory, I feel like, of how we met Evan. Um, We still don't know if the girl's getting arrested, but um, I think it's a good time to, you know. I don't know that there's a girl there, is there? (laughs) I only see a guy. I think that is a girl. I think they're letting him go. That is a girl. Come on. The guy pointing? Yes. No, that's a guy. That's a girl. It's definitely a girl. That's a guy. That is definitely a girl. I, I'm afraid not. It is not. Well, I don't know. But um, anyway, somebody is like not probably getting arrested now, it looks like. <clears throat> it looks like the cops were just driving around the parking lot and they happened to see a guy sitting in his car and investigated. So. That kind of looked like a female to me. Yeah, he's almost bald, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a female. Well, um, he or she, it, they, you know, because <laughs> we don't know the pronouns um, that they, right. they use, it is being uh, released. They are not being arrested. Right, so, so now they'll probably come over here. <laughs> well, if they see me holding this recording <laughs> device, and they'll be like, "Put the weapon right, down! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come out with your hands up!" And I'll be like, "That signal when you're kidnapped or whatever, yeah. you know, I'm gonna like <laughs> do that if they come over here for that." And you'll be like, "Nope, I think they're gone. Yep, they're gone." All right, well, we'll save that for another day. <laughs> All right, well, there you have it. That is the uh, story from the parking lot of J.C. Penny and Corbin. That's right, <laughs> on location. Uh, in Cat's van on a Sunday afternoon. Without Evan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we have the band, so let's get right into it. Okay. Well, Matt, I'm so excited for our guest today. We have with us Travis Clem, and he is from the group Countywide. So, Travis, I want to welcome you today to Backstory Sessions. We're so happy to have you as our guest. Well, I appreciate it. It is good to be on with you all. 
Well, we want to know the backstory of Countywide. And um, so I guess the first question is, um, you know, how did you come up with the name? Oh, gosh. I see, that was probably the biggest struggle that we did uh, have to go through was coming up with the name. And we probably went through three or four hundred different names. And finally, somebody just said Countywide. And we're like, you know what? That's it. We're done with it. <laughs> and uh and it's funny because people call us countrywide all the time. <laughs> our, our own family members still say countrywide and we gotta tell them no it, it's countywide uh but uh you know that's that's that <laughs> well you know P- I, I can see where um someone might you know just like say that but yeah. um yeah. <laughs> So countywide, um, you know, ended up being the name from a lot of choices. So that's pretty cool. Uh, how did the band form, um, and when did you form? So tell us a little bit about that, and who's in the band with you? You're the drummer, right? Yes, I am the drummer. Uh, lead singer is Aaron Bunch. The bass player is Anthony Campbell. Lead guitar player is Steven Stanifer, and we just added another guy about six months ago named evan crawford so you know we're five members deep uh instead of four but uh the way that the band got started was me and aaron uh we worked out uh together in a gym Uh, we didn't know each other that good but i know he played music he knew that i had a little background in drums and so we just started talking one day about you know getting together just for fun and playing so i'm like yeah so let's 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 do it at my house in my garage. And he's like, I got a couple of people that uh, play the guitar and the bass and I'll bring them. I'm like, all right, sounds great. So we started doing that practicing. And uh, about six months after that, boom, we opened up for Chris Stapleton at a festival. And so it's just been, you know, it's just been going upward ever since then. Wow, you um, opened for Chris Stapleton, like your first gig? That Our first gig was at uh, a motorcycle place, that dog patch parking lot. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, it, was, it was June, and it was July, and it was about 100 degrees outside. <laughs> and so we only knew about 20 songs, but that was our first show. Uh, and then it just kept on, kept on, kept on. And then six months, you know, six months after we started practicing, then we got the gig, uh, with Stapleton and, uh, you know, we've, uh, we've just been going at it hard ever since. That's awesome. So you really were like starting out as a garage band. Yeah, well, that's, that's exactly right. Garage band, you know, that's what 98% of all how bands start anyways in a garage, you know, for fun. And then. Uh, and it just, you know, it takes off from there. It was, it was always meant for fun just to do something on the weekends, just to get away, you know, from our wives. And, uh, <laughs> another know. good quote we got going on there. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. And then it just, uh, it just got big and big and bigger and bigger. And so, uh, now we have to bring our wives with us. So, but that's all right too. Hmm. Um, so, did you grow up in musical families? I did. Uh, my dad was a pretty big country music star. Uh, if you remember, he was on You Could Be a Star with, oh. Ralph, Henry, 
which was the first American Idol, if you want to put it that way. Right. And so, what? yeah, he uh, he went. He's you know, been in country music, uh, closest thing to Merle Haggard as far as a voice uh, as as you can get. But uh, then I have an older brother who is a professional saxophone player. Uh, he lives in Virginia, but he's toured all the blues bars and in, in New York and. Uh, it's played, you know, with David Sanborn and people like that. Uh, everybody has somebody in their family that, you know, is musically uh, inclined. Uh, I know Aaron does. Uh, Anthony, our bass player, uh, his dad is a mean bluegrass picker. Uh, but, uh, you know, we all have some, some family member uh, that, you know, is musically talented and it just got passed on to us. Right. Oh, so do you all write your own songs as well? Yes, every song that's that's it was on our first album. Every song that's going to be on this album, with we got a couple of cover songs that we're going to put on this next album. But everything is written by us. Aaron Bunch, he's the uh, he's our main man, and he writes everything. So we don't have any outside help. We don't have any Nashville people. It's just us. Um, so how does it come together that you decide what set list you're going to play? Um, like when you open for Chris Stapleton, what, how did you put that together? Well, being the drummer, you really don't have a lot of say in set list. I'll go ahead and say <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> You know, the drummer really don't have a lot of say in anything. But... Uh, that's that's Aaron. Uh, he always makes a set list up, and just be honest with you, and he'll agree with me. He don't even know what set list five minutes before his show. He he gets a piece of paper and a sharpen. He's he just starts writing stuff down. But at the time we opened up for for Chris, you know, we didn't know a lot of songs, and we only had like forty five minutes. So it was it was pretty easy to put our originals with a couple of you know, covers like Leonard Skinner that that we thought would go good with Chris. Right. And, uh, and that's how we did that. Okay. Well, how often do you practice? Uh, we try to get together uh, two to three times a week. It's been a struggle here of late because everybody, uh, you know, COVID has, has kicked their hind ends. And, uh, but when, you know, when we're all healthy, we're about two or three times a week. Well, so these performances after Chris Stapleton, uh, what happened next? Like, what was your next big break? Gosh. After that, we have played through and open and, and done a lot of big shows. I forgot. I know that shortly after that, maybe a year that we did the pre-show for Dirk Bentley, Randy Hauser, and Drake White uh, at Rupp Arena. Uh, we've done that. We've also uh, we've also opened up for Tyler Farr. We we did our first show with him in Myrtle Beach. Uh, we also got to do a show with Clay Walker in Myrtle Beach, and then uh, so that's you know after that uh, after the Chris Stapleton show, those were probably uh, the biggest ones after that. Well, and I know that you opened uh, for Thirty Eight Special also at the arena, so you know that's a an old favorite of mine. Absolutely. They, they've always been a favorite of ours. And if, if you listen to Countywide, we've, uh, 
evolved through the years. We're, we're more of a Southern rock band now uh, than we are a country band. And 38 Special, that was our first arena show that we ever did. And it couldn't have been with a more awesome band. We grew up to, you know, listening to them. And right. uh, we do some of their songs. And it was just, it's one of those things, first arena show in your hometown, open up for one of the, the Southern rock bands that you've listened to ever since you've been six years old. So it was, that right there was probably the coolest show we've ever done. Other than opening up for Charlie Daniels. He was uh, wow. unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. So uh, what song, is there a song that sticks out that like from your, the very beginning, the song you remember that really hooked you into music? Like, what is that song for you? Oh, gosh. Well, that has to be because I grew up listening to my dad sing. So the song that got me uh, was Sing Me Back Home by Merle Haggard. That's mm-hmm. the song that I remember the most my dad doing uh kiss an angel good morning by charlie pride that was another one so uh, those were the two that that i can remember uh very fond of my dad doing it but then when he uh when he went around i would also pop in some guns and roses and you know listen to a little sweet child of mine too you know what uh i mean did you start out playing drums or did you like transition into that from something else no, I've, I've always played the drums. Uh, a good friend of mine, Tim Rowark, and this is how I got my start. Uh, he plays uh, church at a Pente- he plays drums at a Pentecostal church, and so I've always been intrigued. And he, you know, hey, come come to church with me. So I, I did, and I sat behind him, and I was hooked the first night that I sat behind him. I was hooked ever since then, and uh, that's the only musical instrument that I'm that I'm allowed to go, uh, you know, to play. <laughs> I, can't, I can't play guitar. And anybody that says, oh, man, you can pick up a bass, anybody can play a bass. No, they, no, they can't. <laughs> and uh, I've been trying to talk talk the guys in to let me have a microphone, but my dad kind of squashed that. <laughs> when he told everybody, hey, listen, if you all want to go someplace, you keep a mic away from him. So, <laughs> Yeah, I know. But I keep on telling them, hey, you boys want to go to the next level, you give me a mic back there and we'll, we'll do some things. But it ain't be, happened yet. Be like Don Henry. Father knows best, they say. <laughs> yep. Uh, so what is uh, a funny mishap or funny moment that's happened at a performance? Have you had anything that uh, didn't go quite as expected? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, listen. The, uh, one of the first shows we played at Homecoming uh, at Levi Jackson Park. And I was nervous. And we were, you know, kicking off the Jason Aldean song. And it was a high-energy, fast-paced tempo. And for whatever reason, I wanted to play it so slow. And everybody was looking at me, picking up. Well, I forgot the song. I got so nervous. I, started <laughs> I didn't have a clue what I was doing. You know, they were yelling at me. I was yelling back at them. And so, yeah, that, uh, that was pretty funny. We've, we've had some mishaps coming off the stages. We've, we've busted our hind ends many a time. Um, but, uh, you know, hey, that's part of it. Well, you know, I, I had a question because at, at first I didn't know, like, how many of the members we would 
be interviewing. Uh, so I was going to ask, like, um, you know, who's the most likely, that kind of thing. So uh, I'll just ask you. That's what you get to like. <laughs> you, okay. you get the final vote. But uh, who's the most likely to fall off the stage, do you think? That is Anthony Campbell, hands down. <laughs> hands down, Anthony Campbell will fall off any stage at any time. It's Anthony. <laughs> All right. Who's the funniest? I mean, I think you're like in the running for that. I am, but I'm telling you, Anthony Campbell. I mean, because when he falls off the stages, it don't get no funnier than that. So we're constantly <laughs> laughing at him. I mean, he is a he's a goofball, and you know that's just part of his. Uh, that's just the way he is, and it's it's awesome. But yeah, Anthony is by far the funniest. Hmm. And Aaron, he gives him a run for his money, but it's it's Anthony. All right. And who's the most attractive? That is definitely me. The drummer, <laughs> the drummer of course, right? The drummer. Listen, it, it's, you know, it's, it's hands down the drummer. Those boys know it. They brag on at, at every show. They they get in the microphone and brag on how pretty my hair is and all this. And all that. So, you know. Uh, it, it, it's it's got to be me. Well, we'll be putting your picture, you know, a little bit ahead there. Oh, no. Promotion. <laughs> so you've got big plans coming up um, for the future. And let's talk a little bit about Renfro Valley because, yeah. you know, that's kind of like the Grand Ole Opry in Kentucky. Absolutely. Um, so what does it feel like? What do you think it's going to feel like to play there? where so many other, you know, legends have played. Well, see, and, and that's another cool thing that, that I get to share the stage because that's where my dad, that's, he started off at the old barn, got moved to the new barn, and so I grew up at Rainfall Valley all my life, and it's just cool to be able to play at the same places, you know, my dad did, but we've we've actually had two uh, shows there. Uh, we did one with Tyler Farr, and we did one with Chris Jansen, uh, a couple years ago, so uh, like you said, it is the Grand Ole Opry of stages in Kentucky, and that's how we reference it. And it's just it's something special. And uh, when when you walk in that place, you know who's been there, you know all the legends that have been there, and yeah. it's just something that it makes you step your game up. It, it you know takes you out of your comfort zone and makes you you know go an extra ten percent. Cat. So, Cat. Who is the guy who? Uh, I'm sorry, let me to interrupt. J.P. Pennington. All oh, right. Yeah, his mother used to put exile. him in a banjo case or something. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so uh, you're going to be playing at uh, um, Renfro Valley, and uh, yes. when is that show going to be? I think. Oh my gosh! It's either March 16th or March 19th, and we get to open. I'm playing music with a guy named Frank Foster. Now, this guy is unbelievable. You talk about a high energetic. I mean, he don't stop. I wish you would every now and then because I get wore out watching. He is just <laughs> unbelievable. Showmanship, the man can sing. I'm telling you, he's just a he's just an unbelievable performer uh, to watch. And the way he puts Southern rock style into his music we do too it's a great combination it's going to be an absolute killer show cool that sounds really cool um so you said that uh uh 
you bring your wives with you when you tour and stuff. Um, yes. Uh, so, I mean, what does your family and all of them think of your, you know, what's happening with your uh, musical career and stuff? I, I assume they're all, like, very supportive and stuff, but, I mean, that's got to be rough being away from home and, you know, that sort of thing. So. It, it is. It's, uh, it's really tough. Uh, when we hit the road, you know, we're gone every weekend. Right. And, you know, we miss out on a lot of things, uh, but they know, uh, the wives know it's, it's for something hopefully bigger and better for all of us, uh, down the road right. and they support us, the family support us. I mean, it's unbelievable what they do. It's, it's, you know, they're the real heroes cause they hold the fort down while we're out trying to, trying to make it in this crazy business. Right. So, <laughs> uh, the, the support is, is awesome from our from our families are you guys like touring in different places or is it mostly like uh within a certain radius or like no we matter of fact you know we'll play uh louisiana we'll go to florida we go to oregon uh we go anywhere mississippi we play every you know we're trying to get into wyoming and and, and new york so Mm -hmm. we will tour all over the u.s cool do you guys have a like the tour bus and all that, or you haven't gotten that far yet? No, we don't have a tour bus. What we've got is a big diesel van, thanks, thankfully to our newest member, Evan Crawford, and then we have a big old uh, trailer, you know, that we pull behind it. We're old school, and uh, but it's you know that it's that's how that's how we travel. Uh, so you said you have an you have an album out, and you have another one coming out. Is it? Yes, we the, our first one. It was called Country Boys Dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 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 was the title track to that album, and so we released that I think back in 2016. So it's been a while. Uh, we are we've been working on the new album ever since January of last year. You know, pre-production rehearsal. You know, we brought in an unbelievable guy named Jeff Powell and his resume. I mean, the people that he's worked with and toured with. Uh, I mean, it's just unbelievable. And so we have been working extremely hard. We're about 80% done with everything. Uh, and hopefully we'll be releasing a, uh, our next single, hopefully by the end of March. Nice. Nice. So you're going through, uh, have you recorded everything and now you're just going through post-production or? We have got, of course, I laid all my drum tracks much of well, it was on father's day weekend of last year so i've got all my stuff done uh i think that we just have to get a couple more vocal sets out of aaron and anthony because he does harmony mm-hmm. uh other than that i mean it's it's pretty much complete cool all right so is it going to be available on uh all the usual uh streaming services and stuff when it comes out absolutely all all of that uh, every platform that has music it will be on you doing any videos for any of the songs, or we uh, we we are in talks with some people about doing uh, you know some professional uh, videos uh, on a couple of them. Uh, we're also in talks right now with uh, some pretty good publishing companies and some booking agents out of Nashville, so they will have a hand and a say in in that uh, right. if and when we do sign. So that's pretty exciting too. So you said you said your father's in in music, or he was in music. Uh, is he yeah. still? 
is he still out there playing and stuff, or is he more retired now from that? Nope, he's he's retired. He's probably not had the same in since about ten years. So he's he's given it up, and you know he he enjoys you know coming out and watching us, and you know that's that's where his music uh, is at now. So right. He, he just loves going out on the road with us. Uh, he, he did. We did take him to a show one time, and he rode with us. Uh, and uh, after the show, after we got back, he said he, he'll always come and watch us, but he'll never ride with us again. <laughs> I, think it, I think it was the uh, the couple of Limp Biscuit songs that we listened to right before the show that got him. <laughs> <laughs> any, uh, any thoughts of performing with him, bringing him up on stage or, you know, having him sing or something? We have tried to get him to do that because, you know, we do uh, sing me back home. Uh, right. Every now and then when the venue's right, you know, we'll pull out an old country like that. And we've tried to, but he just uh, he just won't do it. Uh, his, his voice, he says his voice ain't what it used to be, but it, it's still pretty daggum good. But he, he just won't, he won't do it. Yeah, well, you never know. You might be able to talk him into it. Uh, so you, so you got five guys in the band. I mean, and you say you have no say in any of anything that goes on, (laughs) but, uh, you know, you got, I assume you guys all get along. Do you, I mean, how do you guys resolve conflicts and things? I mean, do you all have a vote or is it like, (laughs) well, you know, you very rarely hear of bands keeping together. They're always kicking this member out, this member out. You got somebody different every other week. Right. We haven't done it. The only exception is we've added uh, a member with Evan, and that's because we wanted a keyboard. And Evan does an unbelievable job, and he can sing, and he gives Aaron a break. But, you know, we've had some knockdown dragouts where, I mean, it's it's come to almost fifth five. <laughs> but, you know, ten minutes later, we're like, Man, that was pretty stupid, wasn't it? Like, yeah, gosh, yeah. And so we give each other a hug, and that's that's it. I mean, it's just like brothers. Oh, that's cool. So, you know, we'll fight, and then, you know, ten minutes later, we're, you know, we're we've made up. Yeah, back to doing what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Evan also plays guitar. Is that true? Yes, he is. Uh, he is very, very good on guitar. Yeah, he. Uh, Actually, Cat and I, you know, that's how we uh, uh, we we actually met him through you know, some crazy series of events that went on. But uh, he he is really good guitar player. And yeah, just... he's talented. And the good thing about Evan, uh, his wife Savannah, I mean, she can sing and perform like none other. And so the shows that we that we go on when we're allowed to bring an opener, that's who we bring, uh, the Savannah Faith Man, and and. He's already there, so it just makes sense. And uh, but Evan, he took us uh, up a notch, a big notch that uh, we wanted to get to, and he is the reason why. So he's he's just made a, a huge difference in this band. So we are glad to to have him on board with us. That's awesome. <clears throat> so what I mean, so you're going through all these you know things where it's getting bigger, and you know you're doing you know bigger shows and things like that but like are there any like downsides to it that you see i mean like you know things that you just don't like or you know well i tell you if if, if 
you get in this business, you had better be able to take the word no. Mm. Because you're going to hear that more than you will yes. Uh, and, and just to be honest, uh, for anybody that's going to be listening to this, there's a lot of cutthroats out there. There's a lot of people who wants to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. And it, that happened to us a lot. And so uh, we try our best, to, you know, up-and-coming bands to give them advice. But there's so many people out there that just want to take advantage of you. And we kind of see through it all now because we've been, we've been there. Right. And uh, that's the downside to this business is being taken advantage of. People will lie to you promise you the world and you won't get nothing right yeah. uh, so it's just people like that that, that make it hard just suck the fun out of it i guess absolutely yeah uh anybody that you're that you'd like to work with personally i mean you know sometimes you get opportunities to work with different people but anybody in particular for you uh you know Oh my gosh! <laughs> I know. We've, I mean, that's that's you know what we would love to. Tyler Farr is an unbelievable guy to work with. He is so cool, down to earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's just unbelievable. But any of the, I mean, you look at the local talent, regional talent in Kentucky, the London area, you know, Lexington and Richmond and all that. Any of the local talent we want to work with. I mean, there are so many talented people right. out there that's that's better than what you hear on the radio a lot better and anytime that we get a chance to work with anybody like that you know we do it that's what it's all about so you said that you're not really involved in and in things going on in nashville i mean did i misunderstand that i I know you have some people we don't we don't do a lot of things in in nashville uh we don't uh you know, we have. We've uh, played at Wild Horse Saloon, Man. Whiskey Bent Saloon. Uh, but that's just not, you know, a lot of people say, you know, you got to go to Nashville, you got to go to Nashville and do this and do that. But we just find it works better for us. Just, uh, you know, not, not to say to stay away from there, but just go another direction because there's a lot of people <laughs> that go to Nashville with the same dreams and, and what you're wanting to do. So, uh, you know, we just found it to go a different route has worked better for us. Right, yeah. I, I was curious about that because, you know, like you said, everybody says, oh, you got to go to Nashville. You know, you want a record deal and all that, go to Nashville or whatever. And, uh, right. yeah, that, that's interesting. Uh, let's see. What else can I ask you? Cat <laughs> has all the questions, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, I, I heard that some of the people are dealing with COVID. Is everybody okay? Yeah, uh, our bass player, Anthony, he got diagnosed with it last week, and it put him down for about four days. Right. Um, he got over it. We were scheduled to practice Thursday of this week, and our lead singer, he tested positive for it Thursday afternoon. Oh, so, so he's been, him and his wife both did, so, you know, they're doing good, but, you know, they're kind of just... <laughs> They ain't got no energy, and they are in, you know, in, in the bed and on the couch, just, you know, just resting a lot. Yeah, yeah. So one one last question for you before I let you go. Um, okay. Uh, if you weren't a drummer, what would you be doing, do you think? 
if I wasn't a drummer in this band, what would I be? Yeah, I mean, like, if you had to, had to have a normal career. Oh, my God. <laughs> a normal career for me. You know, I, I don't know. I, I love NASCAR, so maybe, you know, maybe a job as a, one of the pit guys changing a tire or something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cat, you there? I am. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Jump in. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it's because I don't know all the things that might have already been asked or whatever. So, um... Well, we'll let you ask one question, and if it's it's already been asked, we'll just tell you. <laughs> okay, because I, I know we were talking about Renfro Valley. That yeah. was the last mm-hmm. thing. So, um, what is the crowd favorite song that you play? They love Homegrown. Uh, when we kick off Homegrown, everybody knows it. That's the most requested song. Uh, that and Country Boys Dream. And so they, you know, those are our two, uh, you know, main singles off the first album. Uh, but here shortly, we'll be requesting some new ones off of the, the new album. It's a total different countywide that anybody's ever heard. And so uh, they'll be very, very excited. Well, I can't wait to hear them. And um, this has been such a fun interview. I wish, um, I, you know, I wish I could have been here for the whole thing. <laughs> it's all good, Kat. <laughs> uh, sometimes those things happen. But, uh, you know, I tried to tried to hold down the fort and all that. So, you know. Oh, you did oh I know you were in good hands. <laughs> you did great. Uh, this thanks. Been, this has been really, really fun. Really fun. I mean, it, interviews like this where you can just be yourself and just, yes. you know, whatever. So you guys did an amazing job. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate you coming by and talking to us. And, uh, you know, we, we're... We're looking forward to seeing what happens with you guys in the future, you know, uh, and wish you the best of luck. Awesome. And next time that we do this, I'm going to try my best, if COVID don't kill it, to have everybody in the band. That way, <laughs> that way when you ask, uh, yeah, who's the most attractive? Uh, <laughs> you want yeah. them all to say it is I want, you. <laughs> I want them all to say, it's Trav. It's, yep. Trav, it's their drummer. Absolutely. So. Hands down, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I have to say, now in Barberville, uh, the ground is covered and the snow is coming down hard. So, so here, in, here in London, I mean, you can't see nothing right now. It's a complete whiteout. Right, well, yes. Well, we're going to let you go then so you can get back inside and uh, do whatever, you know, enjoy the rest Bye. of the day. I just awesome. wanted to say, Travis, the only reason I would have exited this is my son has gone to uh, Fort Benning. And yeah. the first week when he got there, he tested positive for COVID. And um, so the first, this is the first call I've gotten from him since he left. And I, I just, I couldn't pass that up. You know, well, you better not have passed that up. No. no Absolutely. Like, oh my gosh. Yes. No, so that's, that's awesome. That's where I went, and so I just wanted you to know. Otherwise, I never would have done that. Oh, I, I know. That, that's good. He's, he's good, so that's, that's happy for me. All right, Travis. Thank you. Thank you again. Really appreciate your time, and, uh, you know, yes. hope that everybody else is, you know, the other band members are feeling better soon, and, uh, 
you know, we'll uh, check in with you guys again in a couple months and see how things are going. Awesome. I really appreciate it. It was great. Y'all have a good one. You too. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can send those to cat at iwriteplays at outlook.com or you can write to me at backstorysessions at gmail.com or matt at level11ventures.com. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.